Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 123 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. I'm here, and we're wearing pants, despite the fact that it's horribly muggy today. Yeah, we should not be wearing pants right now, considering it's just you and I in the studio. There should be... You know, sometimes you just gotta let your balls air out a little well, bit. Well, especially when it's this fucking muggy. Jesus Christ. At least it's not as bad uh, inside the studio right now, but... Give it a couple hours. Well, and I have... Is that other fan running? That other fan should be running, I think. Yeah, they're both running. Okay, good. All right, guys. uh, Before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout-out to our Black Belt patron, Zach Zablowski. You, sir, are awesome, and this episode is brought to you by him. And thank you to all the other uh, uh, people. Yeah, no, uh, none of our other patrons are less important. Yeah. Uh, You guys are all awesome. Yes, the Black Belts just get name-checked because... They that that's one of their perks. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash blind ninja studios or click on the become a patron link at the bottom of blind ninja studios.com. You can watch the video, learn all about it. It's very exciting. All right. Besides that, uh, I would also like to apologize for all of the technical difficulties that have plagued uh, BNS this week. <laughs> this has been one hell of a week. Uh, I got home Tuesday, uh, no, Monday night. I uh, sat down to get some uh, some stuff edited, uploaded, and whatever. And my computer was like, wouldn't like, was non-responsive. So I'm like, well, okay, I'll hard boot it. So I shut it off, and I got to turn it back on, and I get. Oh, well, that that's not that's not a good sound. So let's try it again. What? Well, no, no, no. What? 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 What do you? Do? No! Just frantically, you just hear. It's like the worst Terminator ever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I then uh, was like, well, screw it. I'm. I'll deal with it. Uh, in the morning. So I go up to bed. I'm laying down. I may- lay down for about 10 minutes, and I'm just like, God damn it, I'm not going to be able to sleep. I need to figure this out. So I was up until like 2 that morning, uh, that 2 in the morning, like trying to figure out what was wrong and all this, like just figured out the motherboard, just shot, just done. Well, thanks. That's great. So I'm able to scavenge together some bits and pieces and get us a backup machine that's not quite fully backup yet. A box of scraps in a cave, right? Pretty much. Yeah, I, I Iron Man that shit. This is totally a Mark I uh, going on here. And then uh, I at about 2 in the morning, I ordered a bunch of pieces for a new machine that should be here tomorrow. So I can put that together, and we will be back up and running full speed ahead It'll be awesome. That's the best time to order parts, right? Just two o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, no, I, <laughs> I was like, this is a bad idea, but we needed it, so. Yeah. And uh, we weren't on the air uh, last week because uh, it was a Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, Fourth so. of July weekend, and I was way too hungover to get out of bed. I know we were planning on originally doing an episode, but some people, <coughs> Casey, just yeah, had no, to get I, sleep. Yeah, I was way too hungover to get out of bed. <laughs> Though I went out drinking last night for River Falls Days, got didn't get home until four a.m. Just fine. Yeah, 
So I don't know if that's good because you're going to be in the studio for hours today. Yeah, right. This is our first hour of like six. Yeah, Ooh. it's going to be a long one. But that's enough about my week, Carlos. What have you been up to this week? Uh, not too much. A little video games, a little internet. Uh, we uh, saw Terminator last weekend. Yeah, we did Genesis. You know, it was kind of stupid, but it was fun. I loved it. I thought it was a blast. Arnold Schwarzenegger though really made that movie. He was a f- he was fun. Even though he's even though he's an old, he's like older. He was still, I don't know. He was like my favorite. A lot of people are giving Amelia Clark uh, a lot of shit, and I think she did just fine. She did fine. I thought I thought it was a solid performance from everybody. Really. She, she seemed more like a teenager than the uh, character uh, the Sarah Connor character was in uh, Terminator One, though. I thought she was supposed to be a teenager. Well, she see, I thought she was like a college student in a. Uh, like Terminator 1 or something. Uh, well, she was 18, she, 19. I don't know. She seemed like l- more of a teenager this time around. Instead of like last time, she seemed like a young adult. So oh. that's just what it felt like. Well, she was also raised by a robot. Yeah. So probably missing some of the social cues. God! What was it? What did she call him? Uh, Pops? Pop. God, Pops, will you shut up about that? Stay out of my love life. <laughs> <laughs> don't say mate again. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was that was a good one. I I really enjoyed the film. Uh, I I saw the ending coming from like the very beginning of the movie, I guess. So, but it was fun. Oh yeah, no, it, I mean it was super telegraphed, but it was it was just fun. Yeah, Matt Smith was in the movie along. Uh, I don't know anybody else actually in the movie. Well, I mean, Matt let's Smith. let's be honest. Terminator movies haven't made any sense since the first one. Yeah. Well, no, they, they've made sense. Not real. Well, no, the time travel stuff—it's all timey wimey, wibbly yeah. wobbly. That's why Matt Smith's there, right? <laughs> to iron it out. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, Matt Smith is the eleventh Doctor, right? Or yes, is, it is he eleventh? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, because ten it's ten. And by Doctor, I mean Doctor Who. So not everybody who? knows who the Doctor is. Unfortunately, I know. Well, they need to get... I'm pretty sure everybody who listens to our show knows it. Well, maybe not. No. I don't know. Well, this is as a broad audience, of including people who drink beer and other people, I assume. What? People who don't drink beer might listen to the show, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I, I had to explain to somebody what a podcast was the other day. Oh, yeah, I just explained it as a radio show without like being on the radio. Yeah, and he was like, well, uh, what, what time do you... What time are you on the air? I'm like, well, uh, what time do you want us to be on? <laughs> Always. Yeah, well, and so I, w- I went to, my dad knows how to throw a birthday party. Oh, yeah? Like, holy crap. I went to his birthday party, and on Friday, well, first, he made steaks for everyone on the smoker. Awesome. So smoke steaks, right? That's one big up right there. And uh, his friend Alan... Basically brought over the his entire bar. Uh, he was playing bartender for the night, and he, there was like forty different kinds of booze, and they were doing uh, like big punch bowls of uh, like rum drinks, <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. A bunch of old people, but a lot of fun. Oh yeah, well, all that steak and that booze. Oh, dude, steak and booze. It was great. I was kind of sad when I had to leave because that meant no more steak and booze. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was it was a blast. And so they had this. Uh, they had this like. Uh, they called it. They called it a volcano. Uh, it was a bowl with a with like a smaller bowl in the middle, and they lit the smaller bowl on fire, 
and then they filled the 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 big outer bowl with uh, booze, and then everyone had a long straw, and so like you'd suck up a bit and like tilt the straw up in the air and like do a shot. <laughs> Oh, wow. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get drunk with a bunch of old people? Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I went home and played some Witcher and then went to bed. It was a really good day. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, so yeah, I've seen Terminator now. I still have to see Jurassic Park. I just haven't had, made time to see Carlos, Jurassic you were going to go see Jurassic Park on Tuesday. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting on Tuesdays and Mondays and stuff like that. Well, apparently you keep forgetting on every day that ends in day. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I keep meaning to, and I just have to get around to it. Like, I just have to go to a mad nation. It'll be like dirt cheap. It'll be like pocket yeah. change. And, I and it'll freedom. totally be worth it. You're probably not going to see it until it comes out on DVD. I don't want to wait that long, but there's also other things. Like, I want to see uh, Ex uh, Machina, the, uh, the Yeah, I've AI heard good, I've heard uh, things about that one. I just want to wait till that's like a vis- available on video on demand so I can just sit in my, yeah. in my room with some AC and just watch stuff yeah. i like video on demand it's fun yeah vod is awesome and we're gonna be talking about some uh some stuff that's coming out in vod later in the show today uh because we're gonna hit some comic-con news yeah is that seems really important it is the most important thing ever it is very important so you've been up to anything else carlos before we move on to the beer uh, not too much no? getting some story stuff together because after this podcast we we're recording uh some tabletop travels yeah, I so just because it's us and we're I I don't know I just kind of want to talk about it. So we've been trying to talk about different uh, uh, stuff for tabletop theater, like different uh, yeah. systems. I picked up another system called Dungeon World. I think uh, a listener emailed in and said, "Hey, can you run this system?" And it was ten bucks, so I bought the cool. I bought it. Um, it looks. Fairly simple. Um, I got to dig into it a little bit more. And so I want to run that one eventually. Um, I really want to run Supernatural. I think that'll be fun. I know I have a uh, edition of like, it's like kind of like D&D except super bare bones. Like it takes like fifth edition and then converts it to like a uh, first edition. So like there's hardly any stats. It's really simple. Your experience is based on how much gold you spend. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it's a... Uh, the way it's set up is for it's uh, the rules were set up for. There's this thing called uh, who the hell is my? It's like who the hell is my D and D character? And it just randomly generates like the character for you. The way the uh, system set up is for you just randomly create a character and use that character with the uh, the two page instructions it gives you. Oh yeah. And then when you die, you just make a new character randomly generated. And the only way you can uh, re-roll your character is if its example gives you is really, really stupid. Who but defines really, really stupid? Whoever is the DM, I guess. Oh, okay. And if, or if everybody agrees, that's a horrible. But it's, uh, I don't know. I think we'll have to give that a shot sometime just because it's yeah. so simple. But I, I enjoy doing these the tabletop shows. Yeah, no, they're they're fun and they're easy content. <laughs> well, well easy and, for the players maybe yeah well and it's it's one of those things where we we went through such a dry spell with yeah. uh with playing like D and stuff and we were finally able to do uh like tabletop theater gave us a reason to get together and yeah. play at least once a month Which and is, now we're now we're at about twice a month we get we get together and play yeah we have a. Uh, the ongoing travel tabletop travels where we just do an ongoing campaign and that's yep. and then we have the yeah, semi ongoing tabletop theater stuff uh 
and mixed with some one shots in there. Yeah, a bunch of one shots, a bunch of uh, continuing storylines. It's a really nice combination. Yeah, the the Droop Chronicles are are pretty much the, <laughs> the Droop Chronicles. I, I think that's what I'm naming that anthology now. <laughs> like it was, it started as Lost Minds of Fandelver, and it totally just turned into the Droop Chronicles. Should uh, have after uh, after like the third. Uh, go back to that world chapter. sometime. And this group putting together a team of individuals with uh, useful talents. Oh no, we we will totally be going back to that world and revisiting Droop at some point. He's become a fan favorite. That's like, good. I've actually gotten tweets of like hashtag Droop for president <laughs> and hashtag what would Droop do. That's awesome. Because <laughs> Droop is pretty awesome. He's pretty great. He's really stupid. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Uh, but you guys should uh, ch- definitely check out the what was uh what was that currently underneath? I know it's like a um I will look it up real quick here because uh D and D fifth edition like it first came start launched with a uh, the starter kit yeah was, uh, yeah Lost Minds uh, yeah uh, but that one didn't have Droop oh you added Droop yourself no oh no 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 oh yeah no yeah. Lost Minds yeah that that one did have Droop I'm yeah. sorry uh, tabletop theater by system and against all odds Droop managed to survive that that oh, uh. Man. That starter kit, and then like he made it into the uh, right after the starter kit, we ran a uh, a different uh, uh, dungeon, and he managed to survive oh, the is. dungeon, and it was fun. Yeah. Uh, so if you lots of drama in that last ten minutes, right there. If you if you go to tabletop theater or blindingstudios dot com and uh, look for tabletop theater uh, by system, and then scroll down until you find fifth edition. Uh, I believe Droop shows up. Uh, in the red brand scourge towards the end of that, and uh, then yeah, that sounds right. Yep, and then he's he's around for on Tribor Trail, Lost Mine of Fandelver, Hunt for a Dragon, and the Forbidden Forge. Uh, are the and then the the uh, mines and all of, those all those are available. Like if you want to play that actual adventure, it's uh, the starter kit for fifth edition. Yep. so you can just pick that up. Yeah, well, next. part parts of that are uh, the Road to Fandelvin, the Red Brand Scourge on Tribor Trail, yeah. and the Lost Mine are all in there. Yeah. Uh, Hunt for a Dragon is a modified aspect yeah. of that one, and then the Forbidden Forge is a fourth edition module yeah. that I just kind of crammed into this world to make it fun. And I had it, and I wanted to run it, and it seemed like fun. Ugh, fourth edition, I. I'm not a fan. I've been listening to. I was listening yeah, to a, a podcast. But it's the pretty comedian, bad. Uh, Brian Pesain, he was a. Uh, he he is on this ongoing D and D one, and he uh they they started out with fourth edition, and it took forever to make progress. Eventually, they re, re uh, went back to some second edition because that's what the his group used to play, uh, with uh, with Chris Hardwick and uh, others. Oh, okay. So. And th- they went back to second edition, and at least they started making progress. But it was the combat is so clunky in uh, fourth edition. And meanwhile, in fifth edition, if you're a melee guy, hit stuff. And you know sometimes that's just what you want. Yeah, um, we have we have one fourth edition uh, story uh, month. Uh, the Orcs of Stonefang Pass, which actually ran for eight sessions. I, I don't remember. The, were there orcs? Yeah, there were orcs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was. Yeah, it ran for eight sessions. So it's about I don't know probably close to that was fun eight hours. I of, played as my evil uh, dragonborn paladin, I believe. Yeah, that's the only fourth edition one we did. 
because fourth edition blows. Not the first time I played an evil character. Evil characters are yeah. fun. Oh man, we need to revisit. I'm just, I'm I don't know if people are enjoying this or not, <laughs> but I'm having fun. Uh, the mur- you remember the murder of Nexim? Oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> it was basically for everybody out there. It was a uh, detective noir story. Told uh, with a... Uh, in the Star Wars yeah. universe on uh, Nar Shaddaa. Yeah. It was fun. That it was, was, well, a- it was two player characters. It was yeah. you and Rick. Yeah, it was like Rick's first time playing. And it was too. Rick's first time playing an RPG. Um, and we just, uh, we kind of just ran it and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Rick really uh, has uh, since then picked up uh, the pace in his role playing. Like, generally has insane people, but... Yeah, no, it's, but... It, yeah, but that was that was fun. Yep. Um, then we have the Pathfinder uh, trilogy, the, uh, the uh, Dirge trilogy, the yeah. Dirge trilogy, which uh, is basically follows the story of the awesome Matlock. Yeah, and his relationship with the crazy storekeeper. Oh, uh, well, you're you're not the one that jackass. Or it was a different character was. that uh, had a lot of problems with because he kept running potions, and uh, the. Uh, Golby, Golby, Golby the green, Golby the ass, yeah, and actually the tabletop travels that uh the perilous forays campaign. That's what the, the name of the campaign is for perilous forays, and uh, Golby is going to pop up in that at some point in time because it's the same world. It's the same world. Oh, oh, that's right. It is because my character is yeah. from Dirge. Yeah. So yeah. Oh man, so Matlock is going to show up and kick some ass. I know you were really excited when a uh, a flying uh an, a, like an imp had popped up. Or it was like a flying monkey, but that, that yeah. was just a little shout-out. It wasn't actually the same. Uh, it wasn't Barnabas? No, it was not Barnabas. Damn wait, it. Wait, was it Barnabas? Because you had two monkeys. One of them died. Yeah, one of them died. Well, no, one of them didn't die. He sacrificed himself for the greater good. <laughs> you had him attack, and he got turned. It, he got uh, shoved into oblivion. So Yeah, well, then you tried to bring him back as a zombie monkey, and I wouldn't let you. Yeah, I was super disappointed that you didn't <laughs> let me. <laughs> It would have been great. Uh, man, man, we've played we've played a bunch of different uh, systems. Oh yeah, so we've far. had a lot of episodes. There's of that. the uh, the Deadlands uh, trilogy that we did. Yeah. The uh, the Corsair trilogy, also known as Casey plays an asshole. Only in the first session, every session, we became friends because you got you Barnabas became, Prime was great. You became uh, or what? No, no, what, it was, what was uh, his name? Ah, uh, I forget. I for, what was his name? It was a. Uh, was it started with a C or an S or something? I don't know. But uh, my, I, you were friends with the the, the prime one. The uh, but when you say prime, it was actually a uh, uh, spoiler. He's a uh, like a copy of my other guy. I had like a character in the second game. I played a the same character except not the same character, which was I was really confused about uh, the whole time because I thought I was still the same character. Yep, a Benedict. Benedict. Yep, yes. Aaron and Benedict. They were the best of friends. You were friends with the second Benedict. Yeah, the good one. But uh, just so you know, though, Be- Benedict had been planning on killing you eventually. Well, that's okay. Ended up slowly. Yeah, very, I, very slowly. Well, nothing ended well for me in in that trilogy. And then it turns out, like, because uh, that was a uh, the uh, GM for that one, that he was running a, like it was he had a same story, uh, same world. Yeah, he, he killed my character off off screen. Yep. I was like, what? That's okay. Mine got an off-screen rescue. To be... Oh, I thought, like, they left him up there. Maybe they did. I don't remember. But, like, my character apparently was taken over 
his mind was taken over by a vampire. He just had a lot of shit happen to him. Yeah, no. I don't know. It was... <laughs> but we've had some fun times with that show. Yeah, yeah. Just just a lot of ridiculous things happen. Yeah. And you guys, if you haven't listened to it, I'd say definitely check out, like, Travels or... Uh, yeah, you know. I mean, and if, you, if you're just getting into RPGs, I highly recommend uh, Tabletop Theater. Uh, just because it gives you a... Especially early episode or early... Early shows give you a smattering of different. Yeah, uh, I mean, we've kind of fallen into a rut lately of D and D, but we're trying to break well, out of that again. We uh, in the uh, in the older shows, we actually went into like some of the rules and like explained what we were doing. More lately, though, we just play. Yep, just because it's uh, I don't know, it's more it's entertaining, more, more role playing, and, and you get more the, droop. Yeah, and as long as you have more droop, everyone's happy. Role playing's fun, so yeah. All right. Should we talk about this beer? Yeah, we should. All right. So in front of us, we have Summer Solstice uh, from Anderson Valley Brewing Company out of California. It is a cream ale coming in at 5% uh, percent ABV. Uh, it's a summer seasonal. Uh, and the copy is, our Summer Solstice Seasonal Ale is a slightly sweet malty session beer with a creamy mouthfeel and clean finish. With hints of caramel in the nose and a touch of spice, it's become affectionately known as uh, cream soda for adults. Uh, the unique flavors and superior drinkability make for the ultimate refreshment on a hot summer day. It has an 83 on Beer Advocate. I know when I picked it up, I just assumed it was like an, uh, a pale ale or something. But yeah, it's definitely a cream ale. I can definitely get that cream uh, taste in my mouth. Yeah, no, uh, like I, I wasn't, I, I figured it would be like a wheat beer or something. And so when I tasted it, I wasn't expecting this at all. Yeah. And actually, I can definitely see where they say like it's a uh, cream soda for adults, but in my case, I think cream soda's already for adults. Well, yeah, but it's not alcoholic. I know. But I, adults I, apparently need booze in all of their beverages. I guess. But yeah, it's a. So I like tasting it. It definitely have a good solid cream flavor in there. I enjoy it. What are those spices? Ah, uh, hmm. A little hard to like taste the stuff since there's only two of us today. Yeah, so. I know. I know. Uh, I'll I'll try to keep things moving. Ah, it smells pretty good, and it pours like it pours. It looks like a cream soda. I don't know. Is that they're a little? Color. I don't know if that's just the cream or if there's some clove. Taste no, well, there. So the cream ale, there's not actually any cream. Yeah, I know. And it, like that's just the style. Uh, it's called a cream ale, and oh, I I know that. Okay, so I'm sorry if I say like when I say cream f- taste or flavor in there or some cream in there. I mean that the flavors there. Yeah, to- then you know there's something there's some sort of spice in there that's. Pretty good, but I, I want to say clove, but that's uh, might not be right. It might just be uh, the cream. It could there. be clove in there. Could come from the yeast. I don't know. It's really good. I like it. Uh, Carlos, give it a score. I give it an eight. An eight? Yeah. That's a solid uh, cream. Yeah, and for a hot day like today, yeah, it's pretty damn good. So yeah, I'll, I'll agree with your eight. Your eight's your eight's a good number. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. The can has a. Uh, a bear with like a elk horns on it. Why does that bear have horns? Why do we need to take a bear and make him more dangerous? It's a dire bear. No, this is a more dangerous bear. This is not what we need. Yeah, it's a dire bear. I don't think that bear is in dire straits at all. It's a D and D animal. It's a bear, except more bear-like. Like yeah, no, giant. But this bear is less bear-like. It has horns. It's more dangerous. Yeah, but it's it has horns. Bears shouldn't have horns. Maybe it's the offspring of a bear and a jackalope. 
<laughs> Not the dreaded Jack-a-bear. <laughs> or Jack-a-wolf. Or is it Barrel-o-lope? Barrel-lope? Barrel-lope. I like Barrel-lope. Barrel-lope. I like Barrel-lope. Because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Go with that it's one. better than Jack-a-bear. Because <laughs> it, does, it doesn't have the Jack-rabbit in it. So it just has the lope part. So it, it's a Barrel-lope. All right. Or is it a bloat? No. No, it's not a bloat. That's stupid. <laughs> barrel open. That's it? stupid. You're stupid. You should feel bad. <laughs> feel a little bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I want it, I want it to be a bloat. Bloat, 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 bloat. And now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. All right, guys, the citizens of Toronto, I'm sorry, the citizens of Toronto have once again proven that there is truly nothing to do in Canada. On Thursday, a Toronto citizen tweeted at the official City of Toronto Twitter account, because that's a thing that exists. Yeah. Uh, there's a dead raccoon on the sidewalk outside of 819 Yanga, which I'm assuming is a street or something. I don't know what a Yanga is yeah. or why there's 819 of them. Uh, the city tweeted back and dispatched animal services to deal with the dead raccoon, but not before the citizens, who must have been incredibly bored, started the hashtag, hashtag dead raccoon T.O. and started a memorial on the spot where the dead raccoon was. And they also named the raccoon. What'd they name it? Ah, crap. I didn't write that down. Ah, oh, crap. I didn't write that down. It's an odd name for right? raccoon. Right? Hang on. I'll... It's not important. It was like Chad or something stupid. That is stupid. It was a stupid raccoon name. But they named the stupid raccoon. It's a dead raccoon. I'd call it roadkill. Right? Well, no. So they, they put up pictures and flowers. And, and the pictures were of just random raccoons. Because apparently all raccoons look the same to the yeah. people of Toronto. Yeah. Racist. I, and, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they all do. Where, the where are the raccoon advocates on this? And so animal control showed up to take the corpse away, but they wouldn't let them take the corpse away. That's so stupid. Because they were in the middle of the raccoon memorial, and they were going to hold a candlelight vigil that night for the raccoon. (laughs) They must have been just so bored. Right. (laughs) Guys, I'm bored. You know, and there's a raccoon right here on the street. It's dead. Candlelight vigil, anybody? All right. Candlelight vigil for the raccoon. Gotta play some music and hold my lighter up. So yeah, they did that, and then the next day they were able to take away Chad the raccoon. Just, I, I how bored do you have to be? Oh man, uh, Millersville, Pennsylvania man Larry William Henry likes pigs, like really likes pigs so much, in fact, that he's not actually allowed near pigs anymore. But Larry wasn't going to let something like that get in the way of his pig enjoyment, so he grabbed a six pack of hams. This is true. Six-pack of hams. Bad beer, but pork-friendly, I guess. Uh, Snuck into a local hog farm, stripped down, and started to party with the pigs. When the police arrived, uh, all Larry had to say was, I just like pigs. Ugh. it It didn't say he was doing anything sexual with the pigs. He was just partying with the pigs while naked. I suppose generally they do say if it's actually something sexual. Exactly. But. So I f- I'm I'm just picturing like he's uh, he's playing like pig pun songs. So instead of like who let the dogs out, it's who let the pigs out, and it's oink 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 oink. Still horrible, and that's a horrible song. The who let the dogs out. 
No, it's Who Let the Hogs Out. I know, but I'm just saying Who Let the Dogs Out is a horrible song. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. I'm so glad that's not on the radio anymore. Uh, I think it was... uh, Have you seen the lip sync uh, battles? I saw one of them. I saw... But, uh, well, the show on Spike, like the new I'm show. Aware that okay, exists, yeah. Uh, it was Will Arnett and Allison Brie, and it was I think it was Will Arnett saying uh, "Lip Sunk," uh, "Who Let the Dogs Out," and it was brilliant, just absolutely brilliant. Uh, and then he came out and did uh, "Everything Is Awesome" because both of them were in the Lego oh, movie. Yeah. And like at the end, he just had like they had like this big like brick tower and so they turned it around and it just had Alice and Bree's face with like a line through it <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good uh, a Florida woman uh, Heather Charbois was enjoying a nice after- afternoon at a cafe on the 4th of July when she heard crack and a sharp pain in her leg she thought that she had been hit by a firecracker until she went to the hospital five days later and they informed her that she had been shot with a thirty-eight caliber bullet that was still in her leg. Ah. Who gets shot and is like, eh, I'll wait five days. Or, oh, yeah, no, that was probably just a firecracker. It was a, what, thirty-eight caliber? A little pinprick. No. 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 <laughs> Don't know if you know how bullets work. No. Well, I'm surprised she even went to the doctor in the first place. Right? She should have just pulled it out with her she fingers. She should have walked it off. <laughs> just walk off getting shot. Yeah. She's not Clint Eastwood. <laughs> uh, a family in Virginia Beach got a bit of a surprise last week when a 13-inch shark fell out of the sky and into their backyard. Oh, God. Out of the fucking sky, Carlos. No, this... God damn it. No, I don't want that uh, Sharknado to have some justification. <laughs> Scientists think that it was likely an osprey or other large bird that carried that carried the killer inland. Oh no! Why is my phone ringing? I don't want that. And now it really like my my computer's like. Would you like to accept this? No, <laughs> do not want to accept this phone call. Uh, so I think there's some sort of crazy collaboration going on between birds and sharks. I think it's pretty awesome that that some birds can hunt sharks. That's right. awesome. Birds are awesome. That's what I was waiting for. If only we had birds that could attack a jellyfish, too. Why? Because fuck jellyfish. No, but then you would have flying jellyfish. Like, the problem with birds... Yeah, I suppose if they drop the jellyfish, <laughs> it's just bad news. Like, that is not something you want. Because the bits and pieces of the dead jellyfish can still attack. Yeah. Because jellyfish are assholes like that. There's, I know there's like a one jellyfish, I think it was like in the, somewhere around Australia, I want to say, but I might be wrong, that is, it's like the most po- uh, painful venom in the world, and it sticks with you for days. Like I was watching a short documentary clip, and it was, uh, the, these scientists, these guys, these, uh, I don't know what you call a court, like water scientists uh, for a second, but uh, they were uh, studying them, so they're trying to find them underwater, and like they were wearing wetsuits, and they, like marine uh, one of the guys, biologists? marine biologists, okay. and like one of the, it was uh, this guy and his intern were da- down there. And, like he got stung, of course, because you're fucking around with jellyfish. It's like, oh dear, I got stung. So they got, they go out, go up. He gets up. They start spraying the uh, the, the thing with some spray. And there's like a bit of tentacle that was on his suit that the intern didn't see, and that got on her. So 
they basically spent the next several days in the hospital in intense pain. Awesome. Like, it was... Uh, Just awesome. Fucking intern. Horrible, yeah. Oh, bo- <laughs> well, it's not the intern's fault. It's the jellyfish's fault. No, it's the intern's fault. Jellyfish are horrible things. So are interns. Why? It sucks to be an intern. You don't get paid, and you have to put up with shit like jellyfish attacks. <laughs> Just all the time. All internships. Jellyfish attack. Maybe it'll be a giant lizard that comes and eats you. You never know. Why would there be a giant lizard? Maybe you're working at a lizard farm or something like that. A lizard farm? I know. I'm Is not. that a thing? It's a L- lizard, lizard zoo. I don't know. Is like, there a lizard farm? I know somebody that took an internship at a <gasps> lizard zoo. Holy balls. There are lizard ranches. Yeah. And... I typed in lizard farm. The next uh, recommended thing, lizard farm equipment. <laughs> Is there a lizard tractor? A tractor for what? Bales of us. Uh, there is a lizard farming simulator. What? <laughs> this is the greatest tangent ever. <laughs> that is horrible. Yeah. Oh... It's a brand name. That's stupid. I'm really disappointed now because yeah. I just really wanted there to be like, you're farming, I don't know, geckos or something. <laughs> All right. Uh, NASA's deep space probe, uh, New Horizons, will be making its flyby of Pluto this week on Tuesday, uh, July 14th. New Horizons was launched on January 19th, 2006, and in the almost 10 years since its launch, it has flown by the moon, a small asteroid, and Jupiter on its way to fulfill its mission of getting closer to the then-planet Pluto. It's going damn fast right now. It is going really fast. And it's it's crazy to think that when New Horizons was launched, Pluto was a planet. Yeah, and it was 2007, right? 2006. 2006 so like we were still in the high school at we were that still point in time. high school and the uh the uh burton guster had not coined the awesome pickup line heard about pluto weak right yeah i suppose it was a or no like that's messed up yeah yep <laughs> what a pickup line right there right <laughs> um Because of the time delay uh, in the transmission, Pluto photos won't be available until the 15th or 16th of July. So we have to wait another, like, two days before we get the actual photos of Pluto. But that'll be really cool because it's the closest we've ever come. Like, mankind has ever Well, like, I know, like, is it the moon that they, the moon of Pluto that they see, have seen, like, shiny spots that they have no idea what they are, what it is? Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's, it's, I think it's aliens with little laser beams. (laughs) They're throwing raves. (laughs) <laughs> and uh space nobody can hear you rave i couldn't find uh something that rhymed with scream so i had to go with rave all right i guess i gave it a quick shot but you know we have to move on to other stories and we can't just stand uh sit here and wait for me to come up with a better one actually we can we really don't have anything better to do oh yeah we? no we really don't though uh i think we are going to dive into our discussion this week and i don't know if it's discussion or news story we'll figure it out as we kind of go along here but san diego comic-con yeah there's just a lot of stuff that happened and this is a good year for oh very good year very good year um lots of 
crazy announcements. I have a list of a few of my favorites, and we'll we'll intermingle that. Right. Uh, but the first thing I wanted to talk about was Hugh Jackman will only be reprising his role of Wolverine for one more film. Yeah, that was uh, announced. Yeah. Uh, which is Wolverine three. And he strongly hinted that it would have something to do with the old man Logan storyline, which I'm crazy excited about because that storyline is fun. That'll be interesting to see what they do. And the uh, poster for it is like just the Wolverine giving the middle finger claw, which is a pretty uh, that was one of the coolest parts from uh, from the first uh, X-Men movie. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, look at that. Bing. Yep. Fuck you, Cyclops. Nobody likes you. Well, and for those of you who don't know, old man Logan. Uh, takes place like 50 years in the future uh, where Logan has retired uh, on a ranch and Bruce Banner has a bunch of kids yeah. and they're assholes. And they're, a lot of incestual kids. Oh, yeah. Crazy incestual kids. And then Hawkeye shows up in the Spider-Man car <laughs> and like tries to – or then takes Logan on – The Spider-Buggy. Yeah, and takes Logan on one more uh, – one more – or one last mission. Yeah. And Hawkeye's blind at this point, but can still can't miss. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. It's great. And doesn't he have, like, a daughter that's, like, evil or something? Oh, yeah, the daughter totally kills him. Yeah. Spoilers for a, I don't know, five-year-old storyline or something. Uh, also, uh, the uh, current, uh, in, uh, the main line, uh, Marvel Universe, uh, they killed off Wolverine. Like, a, like well, yeah, they did, like, uh, last year. Oh, in the comics? Yeah. Okay. And like, of course, Deadpool quotes, "Oh, he'll be back." Well, of course, he also apologized for his uh, for the for the loss of Wolverine before Wolverine died. And then, like he like at, he says to himself quietly, "Oh, he'll be back." And it, like this is before they even killed off Wolverine. But then uh, Wolverine dies. Uh, he his he had no healing factor for it last year, and then uh, he got drenched in molten uh, adamantium. Killed somebody, and then he died, frozen in adamantium. But they're replacing him with uh, Old Man Logan is coming to the mainline universe. Oh, yeah? And then Wolverine is going to be played by his uh, opposite-sex clone slash daughter, X-23. Okay. So there's still going to be a Wolverine. It'll be a female Wolverine. And uh, then Old Man Logan's going to be in this. And also, I think they're also bringing in uh, Blind Hawkeye. Man, that's just insane. (laughs) Just insane. Because they're uh, converging their universes to one. Yeah. Uh, There's going to be so many Spider-Men everywhere. Right. There's so many Spider-Men now. Like, Well, but like they're spread out. Like Now it's going to be Miles Morales, Spider-Man, with Peter Parker as Spider-Man. And they have uh, Silk, I want to say, as this other Spider-Man that, that sh- had been, been also been by the same Spider. So, And then there's the... Uh, I don't know if he's still alive, but then there's this uh, Kane... One of the clones of Spider-Man that's still alive, last I heard, was he got killed off. So, and he's like a uh, the evil clone that turned to good after uh, another clone died. It's a whole thing. Don't talk about uh, talk about clones around Spider-Man. Right. It's a huge thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and well, they did. So, uh, Wolverine is going to be in uh, Apocalypse. No, they they were teasing it. They kept trying to tease it, like they like they were about like he, it, was, it was like the director was about to make the an announcement, and they just make the announcement. He kept teasing okay. it like that, so he might be in it. But but uh, since Hugh Jackman's only Wolverine for one more film, and that's Wolverine, that could mean a recast of Wolverine. Well, they might not be. Uh, I don't know if they'll be doing it in that one, but they might just. Uh, he might pop up in that one too as. Uh, 
comics, he ended up being the, I think, uh, at one point in time, he had bone claws. And then Apocalypse got his hands on him and uh, put uh, adamantium on him again. Okay. So that might be that might be how they get uh, adamantium on him again in the uh, in this oh, for series. Wolverine three. Because uh, last time we left off, he was he was saved by Mystique, and he had bone claws in the past, so he might not have metal claws. Oh, true. Hmm. But uh, yeah, actually, they also uh, at Comic Con they also talked a little bit about the new X Men movie Apocalypse. Apparently, like. Well, the mutants are on good terms with the uh, the world in this one. Like, there's still groups that hate them, but mm-hmm. it's like in, it's in the 1980s. Yeah, yeah, which should be cool. Yeah, it's uh, so weird though that like they have all these characters that are going to be playing the young versions in the 1980s. That means that they'll have aged uh, 15 years before X Men, uh, the 1999 X Men. Yeah, but it that but that one got retconned out of existence now. Yeah, but they had the same characters pop up in the future versions. and It's just weird. Yeah, so, it doesn't make any they're sense. They're still putting things together, but it's... The X-Men continuity makes about as much sense as the Terminator continuity. Well, because Last Stand fucked everything up, really. That's true. Last Stand, it was such a bad film. Yeah. Just absolutely horrendous. Well, I don't think it's as bad as... Like, I've... I've seen it a couple times, and I don't think it deserves all of that, but they ruined a lot of story, and which part of it was because the guy who played Cyclops, uh, Brandon Roth, he was uh, contracted to play Spider uh, Superman, mm-hmm. so he showed up for only part of the movie, cause, and they, so they decided to kill off his character really quickly. Yeah. Which is kind of a... Unfortunate, because he kind of... In a, like a Dark Phoenix story, that's kind of a big role he plays. Yeah. And Jean Grey dies really quick, like at the end. And you have oh no, yeah, no, everyone dies. It was so I, I was just really irritated. But then Future Wolverine go ends up with a better universe at the end. That's true. Thank you for the the last uh, the, the first class movies. Then so that yeah, no, the you. first the first class movies changed it up. Though we still had that shitty Wolverine Origins movie. That yeah, that was pretty bad. Well, that one screwed up Deadpool. Yeah. Which brings us to my absolute favorite thing yeah. from Comic-Con this year. Like I I really think uh well this is tied for this is tied for my favorite thing. Uh the new Deadpool trailer was absolutely stunning. Yeah. Uh I haven't seen the HD version yet. I've only seen like the hand cam version. Yeah. Uh but it's totally going to earn its hard R. Oh yeah, they were Everybody was a stat. It got a standing. It was the I know. Uh, I was looking. At, uh, I found out about it from a live blog that uh, Kotaku was doing about it. Or, and it was a, uh, it was the first thing that they had seen that got standing ovation at Comic Con. I believe it. And then they the people demanded it to be played a second time, so they played it a second time. That's great. Who mod- uh, that was the Fox panel, right? Yeah, the Fox panel. So that was uh, Chris Hardwick moderating. That yeah, one, it was I think. Cr- yeah. Chris Hardwick. It was pretty. Like I saw the uh, the the uh, cam footage too, and it, it looks cool. I really want to see uh see it. So yeah, no, that yeah, it's I can't. It's gonna be rated R, and it's gonna what is oh, it? Man. What is it? Like a uh, Colossus shows up there. The teen there's the girl who's a teenage Negasonic teenage wasteland. I know Deadpool go, like as far as a uh, that that name. He goes that is the coolest name I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. Well, and like what there was, it there, there was even like a meta joke in the. 
in in the in the trailer where he's like, okay, but don't make my costume blue no, or green. No, don't, don't make it green or animated. Yeah. <laughs> That's before he's even Deadpool. He makes yeah, that joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And then uh, there was a, what was it he called? Colossus? A chrome-plated uh, cocksucker? Yep. That is, like, it's definitely going to be rated R. Oh, and like, I... TJ Miller uh, was like, you look like an avocado uh, that fucked an older avocado. <laughs> what was the one about Utah? You look like a... Uh, you look like someone fucked a topographical map of Utah. <laughs> I I, it was something like that. Yeah, it was It was great. It's Just, gonna I'm, be... I'm so excited. It looks amazing. Uh, the other one that uh, that is tied for first for me was uh, Con Man. The uh, the Con Man trailer. Did you see that? I have not. So Con Man is a series created by Alan Tudyk that stars uh, Nathan Fillion, Alan Tudyk, the rest of the Firefly cast, <laughs> and featuring pretty much every sci-fi television actor from the last 20 years. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and it's got its first trailer and a launch date, and it looks absolutely amazing. Uh, it fo- so the show itself, it follows uh, the post-show life of Ray Nearly, played by Alan Tudyk, as he navigates the con circuit and deals with the massive success of his co-star, Jack Moore, who's played by Nathan Fillion. <laughs> so it basically mirrors real life a little bit, and yeah, I'm, it, it looked awesome. They uh, showed off a couple trailers for the DC stuff. There was the, uh, the Batman versus Superman trailer that was shown off, and... It looks super serious. That's the biggest thing I have against it. And Although you see why uh, Batman is not happy with Superman. It turns out that uh, Bruce Wayne was in the city when uh, Metropolis got hit. Oh. Yeah, and uh, Wayne t- they had a Wayne Enterprise Tower there, and that went down. Oh, no. Along with a lot of people he knew. Oh, no. Yeah. So he's so, so they're actually dealing with Superman killing all the oh, people. Oh, yeah. Like, you see in the distance, like, laser beams, like, shooting through buildings, like, cutting, bisecting buildings, and, like, w- uh, Bruce Wayne's running to the building and the streets, and, like, buildings goes down, dust billowing the streets. And, like, he's, like, talking about, like, he ha- that somebody that powerful has to be taken down. And then you have the, uh, uh, I can't remember who's playing uh, the bald, Lex Luthor, that guy, show, he's talking the trailer a lot. Okay. Uh, did you hear that Ben Affleck uh, is getting his own solo Batman film that, and, he's, that he's writing and directing yeah. and starring in? Because uh, he had actually, uh, I think it was like not that long ago, he was talking about like one of the reasons he uh, took the role of Batman is because he really wants to direct one of these like superhero big films mm-hmm. at some point in time. So that and I, that's he's like, cool. well, I might as well write it, write it, and star in it too. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's that'd be pretty cool. I think I, I'm going to watch it. He also, they also showed some quick clips of him showing up in the, uh, they also showed, uh, was it Suicide Squad? No, not Suicide Squad, the, uh, the criminal one, the the other DC one that they're having, the, uh, with a bunch of villains. That was Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide Squad, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that, they're showing. I heard that the Joker in there, I haven't watched that trailer yet, but I heard that the Joker was pretty good. I, I don't know, I have to see a higher quality, I saw horrible quality okay. of it, so. So, like, it's hard to tell what's going on in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a World of Warcraft movie uh, is coming in 2016, uh, and it is rumored to be the start of a trilogy, because why the fuck not? Why not have three Warcraft movies? They definitely have a following. I yeah, no, yeah, it'll do really, I, I don't know how it'll do in the domestic box office, but it'll do great overseas. Well, it's a CG-heavy film that, I wonder how much it costs to put it together, because it's so CG-heavy. Yeah. 
Like uh, uh, they are, they actually have like it's pretty cool. Like what they're doing with it, like how the uh, like the orcs, for example, they'll have like the, the like the faces of the actors like kind of melded with the CG. So it's that'll pretty be interesting. interesting. So like apparently in action, it looks amazing. Uh, Wesley Snipes revealed that he's in talks for another Blade film. See, I really think that they should recast. But Wesley Snipes. But they're rebooted. Like there's a whole Marvel universe at Disney now, so I don't yeah. know. That's true. And Punisher got recast again. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah. Punisher showing up in, uh, or well, Frank Castle. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Showing up in. uh, It's the actor who plays uh, one of the actors from The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. uh, Can't remember. uh, The guy who played Shane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He looks pretty badass, actually. Yeah, I, well, and I think he'll be Frank Castle. And he's showing up in Daredevil next next season. Along with Electra. Electra will also show Mm -hmm. up. Which means. We're this close to a Punisher TV series on Netflix. <laughs> and they can go hard R, like, they can make it awesome. I think Shane will do a good job as Punisher because he was really good in uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. Before they killed him off. And he was like a whole conflict. Like, he didn't. Like, he made bad, like, bad decisions, but you could see, like, where he's coming from with his choices. And oh, no. He, I was, think- he went crazy, of course. Well, but- yeah, no, but so did Frank Castle. Like, he was essentially the Punisher in Walking Dead. Yeah. Well, like, there, there's some very big parallels there. Some. There's also the fact that he's also a he, he also was, like, the villain, kind of. For, oh, you uh, know, he was totally the villain of season two. For the first, yeah. Um, well, and kind of season one. Yeah. Well, not as much as season one. No, but definitely in season two. Man, why do you have to do that to Otis? Just not cool, man. Oh, that was not fine. Cool. I was fine with that. That guy deserved it. Oh, no, well, I mean, he did shoot Carl, but. <laughs> then he shoots Otis in the leg to be bait. That was fantastic. I Poor think I laughed Otis. when I saw that. Oh, Otis. Speaking of Walking Dead, uh, Fear the Walking Dead got a release date as well as a new trailer. Uh, the release date is August 23rd. That's the uh, West that's, Coast one, Yep, right? that's the one set in L.A. Um, and then The Walking Dead itself will be back on October 11th for its new season, which looks awesome. This season should lead into all out, the All Out War storyline in the comics, which... To date is one of the best uh, Walking Dead storylines, though they just started a new one with this group called The Whisperers, which is absolutely insane. There was a a trailer up for the new season. I didn't get around to watching, but apparently uh, Frank's the main character, right? Or is it who's the main character? The uh, the Walking Dead? Yeah. Uh, It's Rick. Rick. So apparently uh, Rick's uh, like he took over our town. Apparently that doesn't go very well. Well, he's not a very good leader, apparently, of uh, a whole town. Yeah, he he has some stumbling blocks. Of her, like, if it depends on how close they follow the comics, yeah. uh, but he has some stumbling blocks. Then he recovers because uh, everyone figures out. Oh wait, Rick is kind of a badass, and so when we need badass things to happen, he's kind of a good guy to have around. Even with the one hand he has in the comics, one hand and a broken leg, <laughs> <laughs> he's still a badass. Yeah, it's insane. It's this kid has one eye. It yeah, which I really hope they do in the show. I really do. It looks... Well, I think there's no reason why not to do that. Although this kid really just attracts bullets. Oh, yeah. He's like a bullet magnet. <laughs> well, and it's to- so in the comic, I'm going to go into some mild spoilers because it's it's just a little funny. Uh, so uh, the this group called the Whispers, uh, one of their kids gets captured by one of the communities called Hilltop, right. uh, which is run by Maggie at this point. And Carl is there apprenticing with a the blacksmith. And he has the one eye. 
and he meets up with this prisoner lady, convinces Maggie to let her out of jail, and then uh, she, like, licks his eye socket, and then they fuck. It was really weird. Uh, and then, like, she she goes back to the Whispers, and uh, Carl also, like, follows her because he just got some, and he's just going to follow that right. to the ends of the earth. Then Rick is like, well, shit, now I got to go find my kid. So he goes and, find, like, gets captured by the Whispers. And these people, so the Whispers are people who wear suits of, or they, they wear zombie skin All right. as clothes to blend in with the zombies. Yeah. Which is creepy. A little bit. A little creepy. But they cover themselves with zombie guts in the first season. Yeah, no, but these people actually make suits oh, out of skin. Yeah, that's fine. It's, it's way less creepy than covering but, yourself in guts. Yeah, but so then, uh, uh, like, they, she lets uh, Rick and Carl go and says, just don't cross into our lands and we won't have a problem. And Rick is like, well, how will I know where the boundary is? She's like, you'll know it when you see it. And so the last issue ended with, uh, it was like, five or six pages of uh, heads on sticks. Yeah. Uh, and then, so, like, it would show it would show the head on the stick, and then right below it, it would show the, uh, like, somebody looking for that character. And so, like, it, w- it was all named characters. Oh. That, and, you, that we know? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and, like, there was, like, 11 or 12 of them just dead. <laughs> it was brutal. Just a bunch of people killed off screen, huh? Or off page? Yeah, just a lot of them. Who's that? Uh, like, uh, so there's the Norman Reedus character. Who's the uh, one? Uh, the other, the girl that's like uh, the gray haired uh, girl. Uh, Carol. Uh, yeah. Apparently, like, Carol's like become a massive badass in the show. Oh yeah. Oh, she, which I never would have thought well, no, from like she, second it, season. Badass or insane person? It really depends on who you talk to. Well, I, I guess she did, like, kill a kid, but it was a, a crazy kid. Yeah, no, but then she, like, there was a scene in last season where uh, a kid finds her, like, sneaking into the armory. Yeah. And she's like, I can teach you how to make cookies. Or if you tell anybody about this, I will take you out of the town, tie you to a tree, and send the walkers after you. That's awesome. It was the creepiest thing in the world. <laughs> Everybody's fucking crazy in the apocalypse. Oh, so crazy. So crazy. But apparently, so like, and Norman, Reed, Norman Reedus' character's still alive? Yep. Well, yeah, and like, he's not in the comics. Uh, yeah. Carol's dead in the comics. Like, Carol died way back when. Well, like, I know Norman Reedus' character is a big fan favorite, and so is Carol's character, actually. Yeah. Like, now that she became kind of a badass. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if Carol uh, gets knocked off this season. Quite possible, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know how they're going to... So, I I have a theory of how this season might end. Yeah, like there's 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 two there's there's two theories that I have. I think the mid season finale is going to be uh, when Carl or when Carl gets shot in the face. All right, and then I think the season finale is going to be the introduction of Negan. All right, which also has a big character death. Attached I have to it. a lot of catch up to do on The Walking Dead. I know that. Yeah, I'm still in the middle of season three. I want to say. Okay, so that's quite a ways. Yeah, most of it's on Netflix now. I think everything but yeah. the last season. Well, that might be up there too. Now I'm not entirely sure. All right, well we're the, we're at about an hour. Feel right. like wrapping it up here. Yeah, sure. Uh, did you want to add anything before we uh, watch some of our other, or listen to some of our other shows? Uh, we have the tabletop well, I w- travels. I, w- I was thinking oh. more along the lines of Comic Con. Oh no. Okay. I don't have anything. To yeah, add no. Comic-Con. You you can continue going on. So with yeah, uh, listen to our uh, 
we talked about our, our some of our RPG shows and like they're a good thing to listen to. Uh, we have tabletop uh, theater where we play uh, a bunch of a uh, we change up uh, genres and games periodically, and then uh, tabletop travels, which is an ongoing campaign, so you get the same story every, continued every week. So. We also, I suppose, we have a console cowboys you could listen to, which I saw our new icon. Uh, Matthew put together a uh, new icon. Oh, you finally saw it? It's fucking sweet. Right? I want that on the shirt. (laughs) It's really cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that wraps up our show for today. Uh, If you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash blindnewstudios or click on the become a patron link at the bottom of our homepage. Uh, Patreon is like a recurring tip jar where you can give us, you know, even as little as a buck a month, and you get access to our patron-only uh, podcast. Which uh, last last month we did one where we went on a camp, or uh, Rick and I went on a camping trip, and we gave did like nightly debrief uh, cast while uh, smoking cigars and drinking whiskey by the fire and talking. And you you can learn the epic poop saga. It's very exciting. <laughs> Just a buck a month. All right, uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, uh, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And we'll see you guys next week.